Welcome to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here podcast with your host, Olivia B. Shepard, transformation coach and mental health advocate focusing on helping individuals release old habits, heal old wounds, and retrain their minds to go from barely surviving to thriving. She presents the best content on business, self-development, and mental health. Tune in. With Olivia, you'll have your moment of transformation no matter where you are in your life. Hey, 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 it's Olivia B. Shepard. I am coming to you today with, I know that I'm out of order um, because I know usually I drop podcasts on Fridays, But since it's Mental Health Awareness Month, I'm just going to continue to drop them until it is actually over. All right. So these are like little special episodes. Um, I'll drop another one on Friday as well. So these are like little mental health episodes that you can um, refer back to once the month is over. So for those of you all who are tuning in for the first time, I'm Olivia B. Shepard, transformation coach and mental health advocate. I help women achieve personal growth and healing through positive transformation. So those of you all who are returning, thank you for always supporting me and tuning in to the podcast episodes whenever you get a chance. Again, I am jumping on because again, it is mental health awareness month and I just want to spread a little mental health sunshine because it is so needed. It, it, you know, lately I have been running into so many people that have been experiencing mental health issues and wanting to get the help but have decided that they don't know how to go about it. There's still a shame. Um, there's so much stigma around stigma around it still. And this really, really saddens me because mental health is just really nothing to play with, you know, and, you know, listening to my husband the other day be dismissive of, a young lady that was in um, need for some mental health services, you know, just hearing people continuously say snap out of it, continue to hear people tell you that what you're going through isn't valid. You know, I'm like so sick of hearing this. Okay, and so I wanted to hop on here today because I did a um, live today on Instagram and my Facebook group, and I was just trying to literally get the awareness out. Like, you have got to go seek help, okay? It is so essential to your healing. A lot of women that are still in the healing process, a lot of women who deal with trauma, end up becoming depressed and ha- and suffer from anxiety, okay? Or PTSD in my case as well. Some of us have been bipolar for years and we just never knew the, the symptoms, you know, the mood swings because we kind of just wrote it off. You know, nobody talked about mental health. So now we are here and people are still dismissing it years, years later, especially after my diagnosis and after my last suicide attempt to have my husband literally just dismiss it. Like even when we moved to the new state, he, you know, he literally was like, I thought your mental health would be better. Yeah. I left my mental health in South Carolina where they do that at. 
Like, come on, man. You know, it was just so, it really just burns me up because I'm not understanding what you're not getting. How are you not grasping this? And then my thing is, even if you do not understand it, stop demeaning people. Stop demeaning the illness. Get educated. Learn how to talk to people. Learn what to say. Learn how these things come about. But stop demeaning us. Stop trying to make it seem like we're some crazy people with some some wild problems who just making these things up. It is not attention seeking. Hell, I'm already beautiful. I dress nice. I look cute. Okay, I got a whole bunch of things I could be looked at for. Okay, I'm not going to pretend to be sick mentally so that I can seek attention. I do none of the sort. And how dare you think that someone who goes to the doctor for Crohn's disease or someone who has suffers from cancer, a diagnosis, they're not attention seeking. But someone that is dealing with something that you can't seem to explain or understand It's attention seeking. And it really hurts me. It hurts me because as a woman who is diagnosed as a bipolar woman, a woman who suffered from PTSD, you know, it, you know, just like, you know, my husband didn't even understand, you know, that PTSD could not, could also be just regular people and not a soldier. Like it's traumatic incidents that we've had in our lives. And I like to think me being raped, at 12 years old by my dad is a traumatic incident. Okay. So for people to dismiss things just really just fires me up. And what I don't understand is why do we allow it? So we sit around, we don't get our mental health check. We sit around, we depress, we sit around not eating. We sit around overeating. We sit around crying all the time. We sit around drinking. We doing self-destructive, self-sabotaging behavior because we're too afraid to go get the help that we need out of fear of what people are going to think about us. I did that for years. I did that for years. And the only thing it got me to got me was me having one foot in the grave. So it does nothing to sit around and cry all day. It does nothing. If you're going to say I'm depressed, I feel depressed. I'm tired. I can't do this. I can't mental health issues. Literally they mess with your body. Not only does it mess with your head, It shows up in your face. It shows up in your body. It shows up in, you know, your poops and your peas. Like there are scientific facts that your brain is so off track that it will make you just sick as like having the flu or having COVID or something like that. And people do not believe that because you want to minimize it and say that we're lazy. You want to minimize it as we're just attention seeking. There are days when I lied so much like I, you know, if for those of you all who listen, know that I own the housekeeping service so I can go to work if I wanted to. And if I didn't, and I would literally could not sleep half the night, be exhausted in the next morning. Couldn't even get up to walk the dog, but had to pull myself together to walk the dog because I had to take him to the park. And by the time I got back thinking I was about to get ready to go to work, I would literally take all my clothes off and just go to sleep. 
I would just go to sleep. And I would lay in that bed. Thank God I didn't work for anybody. Thank God I worked for myself. But then when my husband would come home, I was like, oh, he was like, how was your day? Oh, it was good. I would pretend that I would go, that I was going to work. And when I tell you lying, pretending, covering up, it is so freaking exhausting that that I had that on top of the, the mental health issues. I was a complete reckless mess. I did not want to get any help because I didn't want anybody to know that I couldn't handle whatever it was that they think I couldn't handle. And guess what? I couldn't handle it. I was exhausted. I could not handle everything that I was I had going on in my life. Not because I was some weak person. Not because, you know, I, you know, I was, you know, trying to be this, 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 you know, super saver person. I could not handle what I was going through. So it was time for me to take off that mask, pretending that I was going to work, acting like life was good when I was dying inside. That became an exhausting task for me on top of my mental illness diagnosis. Now, at the time, I still didn't believe that I was sick. I didn't think anything was going on. But again, I was never going to give in because of my pride. I was never going to admit that I could not handle life anymore. I was never going to admit that. Because I had been taking care of my family. I had been the one that everybody ran to. The friends that everybody came to. The clients. I was the strong one. So I I was never going to go get checked for mental health issues. But I had been sick. I had been depressed for almost two, three, four, five months. And it was getting exhausting. And that's why I wanted to stop by because I want to give you the three reasons why it is important to go seek your, um, go seek help for your mental illness. If you have not gotten diagnosed yet, go get the help you need. Stop sitting around depressed. Stop going to work depressed. Stop being around your children depressed. These kids understand what you're going through. You think that they're smart enough to be on computers, then you know that they're smart enough to see your emotions or lack thereof. They see mommy in the bed. They see mommy ordering pizza instead of cooking. They see mommy not being able to take them places. Stop trying to pretend. Stop wearing the mask. Your children notice things. So like I always tell my clients, if you are going to start this healing process, if you are going to do this, if you don't have children now, do it for your children. And if you have children and they're grown, do it for your grandchildren. Do not let this linger into the next generation of people bottling up their emotions. Do not let this linger into the next generation where people and and, and you're especially our men, our men 
I have a son right now that refuses to say anything to me. He just keeps it bottled up inside. I am not going to raise my grandson that same way. I am going to let him know that it's okay to come to Gigi's house and spill his guts. I do not want to raise another generation of people who keep things on, sweep things under the rug, keep secrets and not say anything. So that's what this episode is about. I'm going to give you three reasons why it's important to seek the help you need for your mental health. Number one, you cannot go it alone. I don't care how y'all trying. I don't care what you think you can do. You cannot go it alone. I tried that for years. Eventually, it broke me down to the point where I almost tried to kill myself, was going to leave my son, was going to leave my family, was going to leave my husband. I could no longer handle what I was going through. My brain was so screwed up. I was a mess. And if you are sitting around crying every day, you're depressed. You cannot figure out how to shake this thing. You don't, you don't went out to eat. You don't talk to your friends. You don't went shopping. You don't had sex. You don't done all the self-destructive things that you usually do. And nothing has changed. It's time to seek help. Stop sitting around listening to what other people say. Your family is not going to always agree with you. Your husband is not always going to support you. Your wife may not support you. Your friends tired of hearing you crying about the same exact thing over and over and over. It's time to seek help. You cannot go this alone. Take the cape off. You are not a superhero. You're not as strong as you think you are when that mental illness takes over. Go seek the help you need. It's okay to admit I can't handle it. You've been strong for a long time. It is time to say no more. I can't do this. And that's what I did. I don't care who knows it. I am proud of the the, the progress that I've made. I am proud that I, yes, I almost tried to commit suicide and had to go to a hospital. I am proud that I got the help that I so badly needed because now I'm in therapy for people that around me that need the therapy. And I see the messiness around them. I see the toxic around them. I see how bad they are suffering mentally, but they're too strong. They're too hot, prideful. To get the help that they need. It destroys you. It will destroy you. Number two. Your mental health affects others. Just like I said. I have three people around me right now. That badly need to go get some help. Now they may or may not be diagnosed. Because you know. Just because you go to the doctor and explain, hey, I'm depressed, I'm feeling this way, you know, maybe I can get a little mess or maybe I can see some therapists. You may or may not be diagnosed like everybody else or like me. But what you're doing is you're acting out. They're doing the same things that I saw them, I that I did. I acted out. I lied. I demeaned. I gaslit. 
I, I started arguments. Everything I needed to do to make it somebody else's fault, why everything was not my fault, why I wasn't the one that was doing anything, I did that. And I see the people around me doing it now. And when I say it affects families, because I'm five minutes away from cussing everybody out. Like, y'all better get around me. I'm healed. I'm saved. Y'all better go around me. But instead, I'm so glad that I sought the help that I needed because I now know how, and which was going to make me go straight into three, I learned new coping skills. Because now when I, when they try to trigger me with their toxicity, when they try to trigger me with their drama, when they try to trigger me with their attention seeking, I now have coping skills that I learned in my group sessions that I learned from my therapist. If you've been following me on Facebook or if you've been following me and you've seen some of my lives, I always tell the story about, when I first got to one of my group sessions, and this was when, you know, it was a lot of us in there. We all had, you know, you, you start with a, a group session where you have to graduate from, you know, things like that. And I really love this. And they put a pile of rocks in front of us. Now, I'm from that school where, you know what, you don't talk about nothing. Everything's swept underneath the rug. We keep secrets. So, you know, I'm still not trying to open up. Now, I had already opened up a little bit in, in, in when I was in the hospital. I thoroughly enjoyed that. And so once, once we got to, you know, outpatient and we, we started going to these sessions that, you know, I would go to the office for, um, when we started DBT and CBT, all of those things I had to go through, and in the group session, two things that happened. They put a pile of rocks in front of us, and they were like, okay, pick up a rock. And I'm like, Lord, what the heck does a rock have to do with mental health? What we going, got going on here? What, what, what's going on? Well, these rocks, we, were, we, we ended up writing on them affirmations. Anybody who knows me knows I'm going to love me an affirmation. I have journals that I create. I always give out affirmations in my coaching programs. I'm an affirmation queen besides a journaling queen. And we had to write the affirmations on the rock and then tape it down. And then we were supposed to keep these rocks throughout wherever. Well, guess what? Five years later, I still have those rocks. And those rocks are all over my, in my office and in my bathroom. And one of my thing, one of my rocks says, I am a superstar. I get better. I'm getting better every day. These were different coping skills that I learned. And then another one was Medulla or Medulla. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's like the coloring thing, but somebody had, um, actually drew, they drew one in this, in the parking lot. And what we were supposed to do as a team was to color in it out in this hot sun. And we were supposed to team build and, 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 and come together and learn how to, you know, just do other things when it comes to coping with our illnesses. And this was thoroughly the best thing that ever happened to me. Yes. It seemed strange to me at first. Yes. What do a rock can a rock do for me? But now when I see other people that try to trigger me or when things come up, I took it upon myself to learn all of these skills. So now I know how to cope. I used to cope by drinking all the time. I was drinking 24 hours a day. 
Okay. I was sneaking a drink here, sneaking a drink there, drinking on the job. Remember, I work for myself so I could do this. I was drinking, drinking, drinking. Okay, just drinking, 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 drinking my little self away. I was very self-destructive. I cussed and fussed all the time. I didn't sleep well. I started having bad uh, money habits. If you don't get yourself together, these things are going to happen to you if they're not happening to you right now. So when I got help, when I got the therapy, when I got the medications, I was able to learn how to cope with things came up. So now when the family members around me who need therapy start in and and start acting all, you know, deranged and erratic and, and attention seeking themselves, I generally now say, well, you know what? I'm not going to entertain this. And I get off the phone or out in person. I'm not entertaining this. This is not a discussion I want to have. And I walk away. I have learned coping skills. I now, if something bad happens in my life, and I'm not going to say anything bad. I'm just going to say something that when I have like a detour or, or obstacle comes up in my life. And instead of saying, woe is me and my life is over and things are never going to work out. Now, and I don't have to go now to get a bottle. I go journal. I go pray. I go do some breathing work. I go take a walk. I look at TV. I lay down. I calm down because I know that this is a temporary emotion and that this will not last for long. So instead of having long-term problems for a temporary emotion, I just calm down. I never ever because my when I before I was so such a self sabotager that soon as I got into something and something as soon as something made me upset and triggered me, you know, I'll go drinking. Well, when you go drinking, what you're going to get drinking and driving ticket. Oh, I'll go spend to buy something. Now you're spending to buy something. Now you ain't got no money. They're your long term solution. Your, your long term problem fix for something that was only temporary. So seek the help that you need. You got to stop thinking that you can do it alone. You got to stop thinking that you got this. Because you don't. This is why you're turning to the bottle. This is why you're turning to drugs. This is why you're turning to sex. This is why you're turning to self-sabotaging behavior. This is why you're self-harming. You're trying to ease the pain. You're trying to ease the pain. Therapy, medications, group sessions, mentors. It is okay to seek help for your mental illness. Again, you may not be diagnosed with a long-term diagnosis. You may just at the time have severe anxiety. You may at the time just have a little um, PTSD. You don't have to. It, it's, it's not going to be a death sentence when they tell you what's going on with you. It's just enough to help get you in this in the right direction so that you can get better. You can do this. 
It's nothing shameful about it. You no longer have to worry about what other people think. And if you're worrying about what the other people are saying, you need to start thinking about your children and your grandchildren. Get healthy for your husband or your wife. Now, I did that because I was told that I was a drunk, that I was I was such a problematic wife. I was a problematic mother. I was a problematic daughter and sister. Oh, I was the problem. I was a drunk. I was a complete toxic mess. Well, guess what? I'm healed. I went to therapy. I take my meds. What's y'all problem? Because y'all still stuck in the same place. I got my help. You need to get yours. They need to get theirs. Stop attack, attaching the stigma to it. You can do this. There is no shame in admitting that I need a therapist and I also have God too. There's no shame in it. And if you're listening to this podcast today and you know someone that is suffering and and they don't want to get the help that they need and and it's been your friend that's been talking, but she's been talking about it or he's been talking about it, slip them this message. Like, you know, you, you ever heard of this podcast? Because you, if you're the friend of the person that's suffering, you don't understand it, then you need to get educated. You need to be sympathetic. You need to learn how to empathize with what they're going have going through, but you also need to say, hey, it's okay to go seek help. Professional help. You're drinking too much. You're always going out. You ain't feed your kids. You can't, you can't, you're sleeping all day. Come on, sis. You ain't come out the door. You're hiding in your house like I did, shutting the blinds. Seek the help that you need or help somebody else seek the help they need. It is okay. You will not be alone. There are millions of us who suffer. There are millions of us who will be there right beside you. Like I explained in my live today, I'm very accessible. You can text me. You can email me. You can DM me. You can listen to my podcast. You can join my membership community. You can join my free group. You can join me on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. I'm all over the place. Pinterest. Get the help that you need. There's nothing wrong with it. Because why? You can't go it alone. Two. Your mental health affects others. Y'all keep thinking y'all kids don't know what y'all be doing because they do. And trust me when I tell you, when they get grown, they bring it right back up in your face. Get the help that you need. Three, and you, and you don't want to pass it to them. Okay. You don't want to pass it on to them. And now you're passing it on to your grandkids. And then your grand, now you got a whole another generation of just a bunch of toxic, you know, nobody seeking help messes. Three, you learn new coping skills. Journaling is my, is, is, is my thing. Y'all know this by now if you've been listening. 
journaling is my thing. I'm super excited that I got about four or five journals that are going to be released um, on Friday. Um, just some of some of them just plain journals in the inside. When you have 80 to 100 pages just to write. I want everybody in the world just journaling. Journal, journal, journal. I've already have some on Amazon right now um, that are there too. You can always go pick those up as well. But I have some new ones. Um, I got a new one that's already went live yesterday. Uh, a couple of more will be going live Friday. Um, I'm going to have them in my store, or in my t-shirt store. I want you to learn new coping skills. Journaling does not work for everybody. But medication might. Medication might not work for everybody. Well, talking to somebody might. You don't know until you try. Stop with this. It ain't going to work for me. That's all I hear in my, in, 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 on my side of the, in, in my family. It ain't going to work for me. It ain't going to work for me. What are they going to do for me? You don't know until you try. And if you're going in there with that type of attitude, then you are already said, I don't want help. I want to continue crying. I want to continue not eating. I want to continue being self-destructive. I want to continue not going to work. I, you, you're saying that to yourself. If you are going into therapy or to the, to the doctor and you're thinking that you, this is what is with this nonchalant, nasty attitude about what it's going to do for me, then you've already set yourself up for failure. Please get the help that you need. It is okay to seek help. That's what therapists and the doctors are there for. No, they're not trying to steal your money. No, they're trying. You know, I hear all of these silly, you know, things about therapy and, and mental health professionals. You know, I'm actually now become, getting ready to become a mental health counselor as I'm getting my degree right now. There, you know, yes, there are some kooks out here, but there are some kook doctors, too. Y'all out here, you know, believe in people for your life and, and for your other stuff, ailments. Why you can't believe the doctor for your, for your brain? Make things make sense, people. And I'm only doing this in love. I'm only doing this in love. So that's all, that is it, guys. That's all I got. I know this was a little short one today, but that's all I got today. You know, I think I got straight to the point. Three reasons why you need to seek help it's okay it's important for you so have a great rest of the week their evenings your nighttime if you're listening in the nighttime if you're listening in the morning time please get the help that you need you can't go it alone you can't do it all by yourself stop pretending take the mask off take the cape off it is now okay to go get the help that you need. I'm rooting for you. I'm praying for you. I am hoping that you will take the, the, the podcast and listen to it over and over until you have decided I can't take it anymore. I'm going to go get the help that I need. Of course, I'm going to leave you with an affirmation. And the affirmation for this episode is I cannot do it alone. It's okay to seek help. I cannot do it alone. It's okay to seek help. I cannot do it alone. It is okay to seek help. Have an amazing day, night, wherever you at. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.
You've been listening to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Tune in next time for another episode with your host, Olivia B. Shepard. Until then.